You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. We're going to start a whole new series this coming month, um, and it's about your brand identity. Your brand identity. Now, as a business owner and entrepreneur, we're told that branding is so important. And, you know, actually, they say that it's important for you to trademark your name when you become an entrepreneur. So that if someone ever, whatever, uses your name, then you, you don't like it, you can actually say, that's my name, you can't use my name in your, your, your stuff. So it's really interesting because I, a, a, I have or had a, a coach who's a, um, a speaking coach who coached me on how to get speaker, speaking engagements in public corporations. And I would use his name in my testimonials. Oh, James says, this, this is about Stephen. And his assistant text emails me. And then I noticed on your website you have James's name on there. Unfortunately, his name is trademarked. So you need a written permission to be able to use his name. I'm like, really? That's what I learned it all about that. I called James. I'm like, James, I already paid you 20 grand to coach me. What more do you want from me? <laughs> and so and he says, well, my name is Trademark. So let me just get you an email, an official email to say you can use my name. Branding is so important because he told me, I don't want to just have my name stamped to anything. I want to make sure my name is stamped to something legit, otherwise you're using my name, and my name goes a long way. So, oh, if Oprah says, guys, you guys should try this water. You drink the water, it turns your, 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 your teeth blue. How many of you guys will get mad at Oprah, but I don't trust Oprah no more, because it's really messed up my teeth, right? I look like a Smurf. And so, so then, but we know that Oprah is legit, so that's what Oprah says, let's buy it, we buy it, right? I mean, don't. Sponsor, you're not sponsoring this. You can tie it if you want. So our brand identity is so important. I was talking to Jen this morning, Jennifer, who is now uh, in Mexico, going back to the Philippines. And I said, Jen, how is McDonald's in the Philippines? How is Burger King in the Philippines? How is Starbucks in the Philippines? And she goes, it's the exact same thing. And that is branding, where you say, I know for a fact, no matter where I am in the nation, in the world, if I go to a Starbucks, I can expect a brown chair with cushions waiting for me. I can expect the sound, you know the sound of the blender on Starbucks is purposeful? If you're an entrepreneur out there, read the book, The Starbucks Experience by the founder of Starbucks. He told Vitamix, I need my blender louder. Because every time they, he wants to program people, every time they hear a blender, they hear Starbucks. And so he purposely makes the blending sound loud, louder than Jamba Juice. They use the exact same blender. And so they purposely make sure there's a certain temperature every single Starbucks. Every single Starbucks, no matter where you go, is the same temperature in every single Starbucks. And so every single time you know that when Starbucks, when you go to a Starbucks, you're expecting a certain experience, the same taste, the same customer service, may have different dialects, but it's the same everything. Does that make sense? That no matter where you go, there's a Starbucks. There's a, there's a, uh, sorry, uh, a TikTok of this person who travels all around the world. And he asks the people, 
in the McDonald's uniform. And it's just like, it's fascinating. You'll go to McDonald's in Mexico, like, hola. You go, to, you go to McDonald's in Europe, like, hello, how are you? You go to McDonald's in India, hello, how are you? You know, and so it's like, they, no matter what McDonald's you go to, this guy has a TikTok where it's like, every worker is just like, boom, Europe, India, Philippines, Japan, there. But it's like, every single one of them has the exact same brand identity. So people know, okay, when I go to Starbucks, I'm paying for overpriced coffee, hello, okay? <laughs> So the question I have for you is this, what brand identity do you have? Every one of us has a brand identity. If someone says, oh, do you know Ed Sullivan? Right, your last name is Sullivan, right? I never see your last name. But Ed Sullivan, then someone has a certain feeling, a certain emotion about Ed Sullivan. Everyone has a certain feeling and emotion when they say Stephen Delacruz. Not depending who you ask, you know. <laughs> but, but everyone has that certain thing because they know it's a brand identity. Oh, I know the identity is this. Oh, the identity is that. You know, it's funny because um, we were at an airport, oh gosh, maybe like, oh gosh, like a couple years ago. But someone told me, Stephen, I, never, I didn't see you, but I heard your laugh. <laughs> and said, I know you were there. I'm like, I was there. And they're like, I know you were there because you're laugh. And so I, I, you know, we have a friend, Dominic, who works at the university club. And he says he works in the back. He goes, he knows for a moment I'm in the room because my laugh. Now, I don't purposely go and like, let me create my laugh. <laughs> you know, I don't create my laugh. It's just, it, is, it is what it is. So the thing is, though, is that people know me for my laugh. And the question I have for all of us is this, is what is your identity? Here's a really sad but yet truthful fact i can't guarantee you're gonna hit a million dollars i can't guarantee y'all gonna get skinny and sexy like me <laughs> i can't guarantee it's not a joke i can't guarantee that every one of you guys are gonna whatever i can't guarantee anything but you know what i can guarantee i guarantee one day you're gonna die i can guarantee every one of us no matter how much you know, acai bowls we eat, or how many push-ups we do, we're all gonna die eventually. And the question is, is what are people gonna talk about you when you're gone? Every one of us is gonna come to that moment where we're gonna be buried in the ground, and all that is left is what people say about us. So this next series is about us creating our brand identity. And here's the thing, if you're not happy with your branding, you're not happy with who you are, you can change it. You can absolutely change it. A few weeks ago, I was busy inviting people to Casey's birthday, because you know Angela and I were in charge of her birthday, so I was inviting people on her birthday. And somebody I haven't talked to for years. And I'm like, wait, what's the last conversation we had? And I'm not gonna lie to you, so some conversations, I cringed. I'm like, who was I four years ago, three years ago? Like, I am not happy with who I was. So before I can invite them to anything, I was like, hey, bro, just want to apologize really quick. <laughs> and it was seriously interesting, because I was rereading my past messages to certain people I've never talked to in forever. And my identity, my, my branding was so mean, so rigid, he was like, Eugene. Eugene, I bumped into him over uh, at sushi. I bumped into him at the sushi. There was a sushi truck over there. I'm like, yo, come to church. I remember him getting a little skeptical. His facial expression was so skeptical. Church? 
because the entire time I was trying to sell him before that. And I was very ruthless with him. Long story short, he started coming to church. He's like, okay, well, he'll tell his story. But long story short, my branding back then was one, you want to avoid me, otherwise I'm going to go and try to sell to you. I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> you know? And so our, the identity that we have is whether one of good or of bad. And so the question is, is who are you? What are people going to say about you when you pass? What are people saying about you today? A little bit more about identity. Angela was so funny because she was saying, you know, Tofu's new branding is blue. You know, Tofu's new branding is, is, is red. I'm like, Tofu has a brand? And so legitimately, I'm not, I, I wish I was joking, but my wife really does reorder everything according to his brand. I'm like, my dog has a brand. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but tonight, in the next few weeks, we're going to talk about brand identity and creating your brand identity. But tonight's brand identity I want to talk about is the brand identity of faith. Of faith. And here's the thing. We say, oh, faith, I get it. It's, you know, the faith thing is the church thing. We believe in Jesus, so yes. But that's not always the case. You see, I, I know many people out there who, who walk around in life without faith. And it, it is about the belief system in our hearts and the belief to God and belief in life. But tonight I'm going to talk about three specific areas of the brand identity and faith. The first one, I'm going to go through this real quickly here. Because talking about all that food, I'm hungry now. Faith in attitude. Faith in attitude. You see, the attitude you have in life determines the altitude that you will go. Altitude is how high. If your faith and your attitude is so low, your life's not going to go that high. You're not going to soar. You're going to probably just skip by. You'll still be okay. But in all reality, your attitude determines your altitude. So if someone, you know, it's funny, I was talking to someone this week, a, a client of mine, and I'm, you know, I do life coaching, shameless plug. Yes, I am sponsoring this. <laughs> um, but they say is, uh, this person was talking to me, and say, oh my gosh, you know, I'm stressed out about my family, this, that, and the other. I say, Every time I talk to them, I guess, you know, I say, well, rather than asking the questions of what's wrong, how about you ask the question of what's right? So if I talk to, let's say the person her name is Bob, I say, hey, Bob, what's wrong with your health? What's wrong with your family? What's wrong with your finances? But instead I say, hey, Bob, what are you excited about this week? Hey, Bob, what are you excited? What, 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 are, you, what are you looking forward to this week? Now it's a different question. Make sense? Now Bob can say, oh, man, I'm not sure my health is. Okay, well, well let me ask you, what is working? I get your, your, your lungs and your, but what is working? Your, your legs are working great. Oh, that's amazing. You can walk. Praise the Lord. Because here's the thing. Let's be honest. If every single one of us here were to point out something negative in our life right now, we can come up with a list. Yes. Amen. We all have a list. And here's the thing. If we focus on that list of negativity in our lives, then our attitude begins to diminish. Now, I'm not saying Bob has no problems. I'm just saying, what are you focusing on? Because what you focus more on is what you get. I've said this before, but Tony Robbins, did a in a seminar he did, he told everyone, everyone look for the color brown. Look for the color brown. He goes, five, four, three, two, one. Everyone look for the color. Count how, how many, yell out right now, how many browns you guys found? People would yell out, bah. And then they'd say, how many purples did you find? No one could say anything in a room of 20,000 people. And the reason being is because they weren't looking for the other color. 
they're just looking for brown. So if you want to look for negativity, you're going to find negativity. But if you want to find positivity, and you want to find gold in people, and find gold in your situation, in your life, you're going to find the gold, and you're going to have gold. And it's funny because those that find, those that look will find. So if you're looking for, for things to be complaining about, you're going to have nothing but to complain about. If you're looking for things that are amazing in your life, you're looking for things that are positive in your life, things that are exciting in your life, you're going to find, I have an exciting life. But what you focus on, you get more of. And here's the thing. I'm not saying let's all be like, uh, I got a broken leg. Oh, I got a broken leg. I'm good. I'm good. And then just ignore it completely. <laughs> okay? So face the issues you have, yes. But the question is, where's your focus? Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is uh, commendable, if, any of, if, any, if there is any excellence... If there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. In that same child, in that same book, in Philippians, he says, "Don't be anxious for nothing." So he's talking to people who have a mindset issue. Does that make sense? He's saying, "Don't be anxious for nothing." And how many guys will agree? In this day and age, we have an anxiety crisis. So many people are dealing with anxieties, panic attacks. And here's the question: They deal with it because they have they're focused on the wrong things. They have their focus on the wrong things. You know, it's funny because, not funny, sorry, it's not funny. But I'll get calls from people who are like on the brink of suicide. Stephen, I don't care how much you cost, I need to talk to you right now. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, I'm ready, I'm, I'm actually, I had someone call me, like, well, this is me now, two months now, two months ago, say, I'm driving to Coronado to go on the bridge. I need one last word from you. Should I do it or should I not? And I'm like, you're silly. What'd you have for breakfast? I'm like, what? What'd you have for breakfast? Did you eat? He's like, what? No, I just told you, I'm driving. I'm driving. Answer my question. Like, What'd you have for breakfast? <laughs> I was like, like what? I'm, like, I'm a foodie. Before you jump, I want to know what you ate. <laughs> and so he started laughing. He goes, you call yourself a life coach? You want to know what I ate? I lack food before life coaching. So let's be real here. He's like, I had a breakfast burrito. Ooh, with bacon, ham, or cheese, egg. What'd you have in it? He's like, oh, actually, just had. So they started talking to me. And I was like, well, who's around you? Just myself, contemplating this, this suicide. Okay, well, what else do you have for lunch? <laughs> He's like, my lunch? Like, I didn't have lunch. I was like, well, if you had lunch, what would you have eaten as your final meal? Because keep in mind, your final meal is supposed to be the most important meal. Because that's like the best of the best. So what would you have as your final meal? Oh, I love it. Just going off a list of whatever. And I was like, oh, that sounds delicious. You want to meet there tonight and get some? And like, you're paying. He was like, oh, uh, well, okay. And then we met for, for dinner. And he asked me this. He was, why are you talking to me about food? I told you, like, why did you tell me about, like, you know, your wife and I are going to be, my wife and I are going to be okay. And, then, and I was like, because I need to change your focus. Now your focus, your focus is always going to be about your problems. So I don't want to ask you about your problems. Because if I said, so why, why do you want to come this way? Because my wife told me, that you're going to be focused on your problems. So instead I said, what did you have for dinner? What did you have for lunch? Does that make sense? And so you, I changed the guy's focus. And in doing that, he just calmed down and said, yeah, we'll go grab, we'll go grab internet. 
And I joked with him. I joked with him. And I was like, hey, if you're going to go do this thing, this was not the last person you met, okay? Because I don't want to question. He said, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm like, good. I'll send you the invoice. <laughs> but in reality, here's the thing. And the people here in the Philippians, Paul's talking to these people who have anxiety crisis. He's saying, don't be anxious for nothing but pray. And now he's telling them here in Ephesians 4.8, whatever is noble, whatever is true, whatever is pure, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, whatever is excellence, anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Paul's telling him them what to think about. Does that make sense? So if you're dealing with anger issues, maybe stop watching fighting scenes on TikTok. If you have, you know, you know if you have, you find yourself uh, dealing with being impatient and whatever else, maybe you should stop watching these fake influencers on the, you know, the the, the jets and whatever, whatever, and start focusing on food. <laughs> and then we, you and I will deal with weight issues. Anyways, so my friends. Your faith is a determination of your altitude. Because faith is a positive word. Faith is a positive thing. You can't have faith and live in misery. You say faith says, faith says, mm, this sucks, but you know what, it's going to work out. Faith says, this is not the best situation, but I'll be able to. I got to say, my, my wife has so much faith. It's like, so many times in the middle of my crisis, my own crisis. <laughs> she, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? I was in jail this two years ago. No, no, it was almost three years ago, almost. And I remember on the phone, and I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. People are shaking each other. They might shake me. And she's like, oh, I have faith. You're going to be okay. I'm like, what did you eat for dinner tonight? Well, well, of course, it's easy for you to say that. You know? <laughs> I'm over here eating like three meatballs, and then someone just threw it on the floor. You know, so, but she had so much faith the entire time. And they're like, because what I went in for was a pretty big situation. When I was you know, 16 years old, something happened, and they charged me for that. 20 years later, someone recharged me again for that same thing. Oh, I've been traumatized, I want $5 million. So it's like, and so long story short, I'm like, oh my gosh, because of that charge, this might be a long years I might be in here. She's like, oh no, you'll be fine, you'll be out soon. I'm like, huh? But she had faith. And so her faith really uplifted me. I'm like, okay, my wife thinks so, so do I. We're talking about lawyer. I'm like, hey, lawyer, this will be okay. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> My second point is this, is faith in prayer. Faith in prayer. See, it's so easy for us to get religious and be like, okay, I'm praying. I'm saying the same thing over and over again. I'm going to go ahead and just say the same, Lord, help me with this, Lord, help me with that. But not really believe it. But the Bible says it's not just prayer that gets the prayers answered, but it's faith and belief. Matthew 21, 21, 22. Jesus replied, truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt. Let me pause it there. If you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what is done to the fig tree, but you can also say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Verse 22, let me focus on that. If, if is a cause. If you eat your vegetables, then you can have your cake. If, right? I don't eat vegetables. I ha I'm, I'm, I'm a rebel. I have my cake no matter what. Anyways, if, I should stop using food analogies, okay? If X, then Y. There you go. Let's do algebra, okay? So if this happens, then that happens. It's called cause and effect, right? 
if I if I actually use my Peloton, I'd probably have a six pack. You know, but if if I, but because if I, if you eat you know all the piney cells, you won't have a six pack, right? So if and then there's a clause. So here's the clause: if you believe, then you'll receive. You guys get it? It's simple as that. If you believe, you will receive. What's the word? Whatever you ask for in prayer. Whatever. And here's the great word about that, that the very deep meaning behind whatever. If you believe you receive the word whatever. The word whatever in the Greek means whatever. It means anything you ask. And here's the funny part of that though. Is that here we are looking for parking. We're not praying for parking. <laughs> pray for parking. Pray, pray, pray to God for healing. Pray to God for every little thing. He, the Bible says that God knows the very hairs on your head. If he knows on your chin. Every hair on your face. The Bible says that. So in that, <laughs> you have hair on the sides. My friends, every little thing God cares about. So what are you praying for? What are you believing for? And whatever it is we pray, believe. Believe. And here's the thing, you don't say you don't believe. Here's the thing. How many of you guys ever walked across the street? We all have. When the light turns red for the people, and the white light shows the, don't say the white man, but the little statue thing, and you walk across the street confidently. You don't go, right? You just walk. My wife walks too confidently sometimes. I'm like, the man is not showing you. It's still the hand. And she's like, oh, no, we can go. I'm like, oh, okay. That's a different story. Oh, my gosh. She walks like she drives. Anyways, I love you, baby girl. I love you. So, anyways, here's the thing. You walk confidently because why? You know they got her red. You know that the sign says walk. And it just, you confidently know that. But you know what's funny though? Is someone can be distracted and not know it's red. But somehow, someway, you walk, it's called in faith, that everything is good. We need to apply that same concept as walking across the street in our life in prayer. God, I need you to provide. God, I'm praying for provision. I'm praying for breakthrough in finances. I'm praying for health. I'm praying for X, Y, and Z. And you wake up out of that prayer and you say, all right, Lord, you got this. Stop, pray Stop worrying about it. Stop losing sleep over it. And just say, God, I give it to you. Because here's the thing. He didn't just say, if you pray, you'll receive. If you believe, you'll receive. Faith if we're rebranding our life in the branding of faith, we must start believing in what we're praying for. Amen? And my last point tonight is faith in other, for others. Sorry, faith for others. Okay, this is a bit of a long story here, but bear with me. Mark 2, two Mark 2, 1 to 5. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Carpanium, the people heard but he had come, uh, that he had come home. They gathered in such a large number that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came, 
bring a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get to Jesus because of the crowd, it's so crowded, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it. And they lowered the man on the mat that was lying on it. Then Jesus saw their faith. Say their faith. He said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. And he healed the man that night. Here's the crazy story. It's a big crowd. People crowded all around. All around. They can't get to him. So they go on the roof. I can only imagine that paralyzed man being like, Yo, homies, what you guys doing here? Why are you guys bringing me up? This, you know, <laughs> They're bringing up on this mat. All four of them on four sides. And they start digging. And from the roof, Jesus is there here talking and preaching. And then boom, someone comes down, lower down from the roof, paralyzed. Now, I'm pretty sure they don't have a crane to like lower him down. So they probably just dropped him. Like, You're paralyzed anyways, you know, that's whatever. So they put him in front of Jesus. And here's what Jesus says. He didn't say, oh, homie, you're paralyzed. Let me peel you. No. He looked at their faith. He said, because of their faith, you're healed. Because of their faith, your sins are forgiven. My friends, we need each other. That's the story. The story is you can't do life alone. We're not meant to do life alone. And that's the reason why it's important for church, to belong to a church. Because you belong to a church so that you may not have faith. Maybe you're watching this right now, or you're here in the room, and you're like, I don't even know about this whole faith thing in Jesus. It's okay. Let us, the other people, have faith on your behalf. And Jesus will look to, the, to us and say, hey, it's because of Ed's faith, you're healed. You may not have faith, but because of Ed's faith, you're forgiven. Because of someone else's faith. Does that make sense? Yes. And I firmly believe that we're on a mission to bring living faith. My friends, the mission of Living Faith Church, the mission of Living Faith Church is simply this, to help people uh, find their purpose, uh, uh, be empowered, and live at their God-given potential. Purpose, power, potential. And you can't do that unless you have faith. And I believe that faith is the antidote to all world crisis. People who steal, I was in jail, right? People who steal, who murder, who, because of lack of faith. Someone who steals, they have no faith that they'll be able to be eating tomorrow. So they got to make things happen in crime to crime. People who murder, they have a murder. They have so much lack of faith that their their enemies, that God will, will take care of them. So they got to take care of their own hands and murder. It's a lack of faith. And I believe that if we can get people not religion, but get people faith, that's a different story. Make sense? And so for tonight, you are watching this right now, or you're here tonight, my friends, join a church. Be part of a church. On our website, we have a prayer requesting. Post your prayer request on the bottom. Post it. Post it. No matter how big, no matter how small, because people will have faith on your behalf. I don't know if it will work out. We'll post it. Let people have faith for you. Does that make sense? My friends, this next few series, we're talking about brand identity. And the identity that you have in your life. Or are you going to be known as a person? Oh, man. Bob. 
What a pessimist. You know the worst thing someone can say about you on your eulogy? The worst thing someone can say is talk about your career. That's the worst thing they can say. The worst thing they can say is talk about your career. You know, I, I, not anymore. I used to make a habit of it, looking at the daily obituaries. <laughs> Sad, I know it's weird, it's weird. But the reason being is because I started making a habit of it after I had my first stroke. And I said, what would they say about me? What would they type up about me in the newspaper? So when I had my first stroke living in La Jolla, I made a habit of looking at the obituaries. Obituaries is what the place in the newspaper where they publish who just passed away. And I'm reading these things, and the saddest people I've read is the people who all they can talk about is their career. They've worked here, they've done this, at this thing they've accomplished, these certifications. And I'm back in my mind, I'm like, this is not a resume. This is a memory of their life. And they only have, like, I think, 200 words. And they spent the 200 words talking about their career. I'm sorry, but no matter what, I'm a life coach, I'm a, I'm a hypnotist, I'm a business coach, but there are a lot more other business coaches, a lot more hypnotists. There, you, know, you may be an engineer, you may be a chiropractor, but there's a ton of chiropractors. But there's only one you. There's only one you. And you matter. So what are people gonna say about you? And tonight, this next couple of weeks, we're gonna talk about brand identity, recreating your life. And who is it that people are gonna say about you? What are you branded as? And tonight, I encourage all of us to be branded of people of faith. Every eye closed, every head bowed. If you're here tonight and you say, Stephen, you're watching this broadcast or you're here tonight and you say, Stephen, I like to, to journey on this thing called Jesus and discover more about this person called Jesus. If that's you, you can just wink at me and look at me and I'll give you a book. Amen. If you're watching online, and you would like that, please email us. I'd love to send you the book. And you're here tonight, you're saying, Stephen, I need to increase my faith identity, my identity in faith, and start associating myself to faith a little bit more. If that's you tonight, can you look at me and just wink at me? Amen. 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 Father God, tonight for everyone who prayed, who's, who, who said, yes, Stephen, I need to increase in faith a little more to make faith my identity. Father, I pray that tonight you would impart the gift of faith to them and that you would begin to stir up something in their hearts tonight, tomorrow, to, when they're sleeping, when they wake up, that they say, God, I just know. I just know that I know that I know that I know you're going to work it all out. So, Father, tonight, may we begin this journey of faith. May we have our identity as people of faith. And I cannot wait to hear the stories of the miracles that will happen. That we have our faith and attitude, an attitude of faith. That we have our faith in prayer. When we pray, we believe what we're going to say, that it's going to happen. And Lord, that we would have faith for each other, for one another, for other people.
and that other people have faith on our behalf. Bless us now. We receive from you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.